everybody. Thanks for joining again today uh, at Look at the Book. Uh, we're going to be looking at Acts chapter 25, verses 13 through 27 today. Uh, Paul continues to wait to go to Caesar. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, King Agrippa and his uh, considered wife, uh, some say that uh, Agrippa was never married, but this was actually his sister and they were having an uh, ancestral relationship. But they both come to, see, to Caesarea to greet Festus, the new governor. Uh, Paul still waits in prison under guard. Guilty of what? Nothing. Uh, in this chapter, he will once again appear before someone who could do something with his fate, but who will he do anything with his fate? So let's see what happens in chapters 25 and 26. Uh, we're going to uh, look at how Paul appears before Agrippa in chapter 25, and then in chapter 26, Paul is going to give another defense and tell about his uh, conversion and several different things as well. Acts 25, 13 through 27. After some days, King Agrippa and Bernice came to Caesarea to greet Festus. When they had been there many days, Festus laid Paul's case before the king, saying, There is a certain man left by a prisoner by Felix about whom the chief priests and the elders of the Jews informed me when I was in Jerusalem, asking for a judgment against him. To them I answered, it is not the custom of the Romans to deliver any man to destruction before he is accused, before the accused meets the accusers face to face and has opportunity for himself to answer for himself concerning the charge against him. Therefore, when they had come together, Without any delay, the next day I sat on the judgment seat, commanded the man to be brought in. But when the accusers stood up, they brought no accusation against him of such things as I supposed, but had some questions against him about their own religion and about a certain Jesus who had died, whom Paul affirmed to be alive. And because I was uncertain of such questions, I asked whether he was willing to go to Jerusalem and there be judged concerning these matters. But when Paul appealed to be reserved for the decision of Augustus, I commanded him to be kept till I could send him to Caesar. Then Agrippa said to Festus, I would like to hear the man myself. Tomorrow, he said, you shall hear him. So the next day when Agrippa and Bernice had come with great pomp and had entered the auditorium with the commanders, the prominent men of the city, at Festus' command, Paul was brought in. Festus said, King Agrippa and all men who are here present with us, you see this man about whom the whole assembly of the Jews petitioned me, both at Jerusalem and here, crying out that he was not fit to live any longer. But when I found that he had committed nothing deserving of death, and that he himself had appealed to Augustus, I decided to send him. I have nothing certain to write to my Lord concerning him. Therefore, I have brought him out before you and especially before you, King Agrippa, so that after the examination has taken place, I may have something to write. For it seems to me unreasonable to send a prisoner and not specify the charges against him. 
Well, Festus tells Agrippa and Bernice all about Paul and what had happened so far. All the different accusations, all his defenses, all those things are true. He doesn't exactly tell it all here because he says Festus left this man in prison, or Felix left this man in prison. What Festus is basically trying to say, you know, he left this problem with me, now I've got to try to figure it out. But he doesn't say that he also chose to do the Jews a favor and leave him in prison. He's honest in one sense. He says, when I heard this case, I didn't hear what I thought I would hear. The charges they brought is not what I thought they would bring. I thought they would bring some charges uh, that we, as rulers, would be able to sentence him to death, but they brought no charges against him worthy of death. In fact, the charges they brought were that uh, of their own religion and about Jesus, whom Paul said was alive. I didn't really understand it. So I asked Paul if he would go back to Jerusalem, to the area where those who would understand what he was talking about, and he said no, but rather he appealed to Caesar. At that point, Agrippa says, you know what, I'd, I'd kind of like to hear this guy. Was it just out of curiosity? I don't know. But the next day, Agrippa and Bernice arrive with pomp and circumstance, a big showing, a big parade type of thing. And uh, they entered the auditorium with all the big shots, the commanders, the prominent men of the city. This would have been amazing, a big, amazing event with many in attendance. After everybody was there, Festus calls for Paul to be brought in. You know, it's almost like a spectacle. It's almost as Paul's become this spectacle that uh, nobody understands, but everybody wants to see. And so uh, he comes in. No one could dispute what, that he had done anything wrong, but they just kept putting him back under guard. Festus says, I'm going, to get, I'm going to be sending him to Caesar. But watch this. I don't even know what to write as the charges against him. That should have said something right there, shouldn't it? And then he says, it seems unreasonable to send him to Caesar without any specific charge. I find it interesting he finds that unreasonable, but he has not found it unreasonable to keep this innocent man that he does, says there's no charges that have been proven against. He keeps him under guard. Seems a little hypocritical to me. So here again, we will continue next time with Agrippa listening to Paul. He's now before Agrippa. He's now before Bernice. He's again before another crowd. What will Agrippa and Bernice do? Well, don't get your hopes up. But one thing I don't want us to miss in all of this, there is a silver lining in this. In all of these appearances before the rulers, Paul has a chance that he probably would not have had otherwise to share with them the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Remember, most of this is over the resurrection. And that's great news, isn't it? And so Paul is able to share with them about the resurrection. I'm sure there were other questions asked about who's been resurrected and how he would be able to tell them about Jesus and what Jesus had done. So I hope you have a great weekend and look forward to seeing you next time. Bye.